Hey folks, Paul Rick here. Welcome back to another edition of the Baseball Dads Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk about a buzzword that's thrown around the pitching coach guru community. I've been dying to do this episode. We're going to talk about pronation. Um, in the meantime, if you head on over to 567dad.com, our new 567dad baseball edition book is out and you can get a copy there. Okay, so pronation. Um, I, I, I get the emails constantly asking me, uh, Paul, does my son, take a look at my son's mechanics. Uh, does he need to pronate more? Or I feel like if my son would only pronate more, he would get more velocity. Or uh, my pitching coach told my son he needs to pronate more, and so we've been working on pronating more. Um, so pronate, um, if you don't know what it is, it's it sounds like a drug or like a vitamin, right? Um, it's not a sports drink. Um, actually, pronation is that after you release the ball, what happens is your arm will pronate out in a deceleration phase. So the minute, even if you're throwing a curveball, right? If you're throwing a curveball, it's still your arm turns palm out to pronate. If you ever swim in a pool, you pronate. As long as you hit the water, you tend to naturally pronate. So um, telling a pitcher that he needs to pronate or that um, he should pronate or that he will be better because he uh, does pronate, just, I mean, quite frankly, honestly, in the most blunt, kind language that I can come up for is ridiculous. Pronation occurs as the natural occurrence of a healthy delivery. Pronation is not something that you can create or uncreate. Pronation is the byproduct of a healthy delivery. If you have a healthy delivery and you're, you're, you're releasing the ball as close as you can to home plate with a good good arm slot, good body, everything lined up perfectly, like we've talked about, I don't, this isn't a mechanics um, podcast, but if you have all of those things lined up, your arm will naturally pronate. In fact, your arm cannot not pronate. It's only the degrees to which it can pronate. So if your delivery is healthy and it's in, in sync, your arm will pronate and your arm will decelerate to slow down. It is in the pronation phase, also in the deceleration phase, that a lot of injuries tend to occur. Again, another podcast. So as a pitcher pronates, um, if a pitcher does not look like he is getting enough pronation or a coach is telling me he needs to pronate more, Here's why this has become a thing. This has become a thing is because we have moved what we think a natural and a healthy and an effective delivery is. So we are, st we are starting to teach things now that are ineffective from a delivery standpoint. Everything that happens up into the point, up into release point, we're teaching all kinds of different things. And so players are not getting a full, they're getting some pronation, we're not getting a full pronation. Um, and that's causing more problems down the road. Again, another podcast. So we're telling Pitcher because in, in when we slow these things down, we're seeing, oh, you're not pronating enough. No, 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 no. It's not that you're not pronating enough. It's that you are not in the position to let your body naturally pronate and decelerate the arm properly and healthily. Healthily, is that a word? Healthy, you know what I'm trying to say. So now what happens is the pitcher is now getting instruction from someone who says you need to pronate more and now the pitcher's going out there trying to pronate more and because their body is not in a position that will allow their arm to pronate now a pitcher can't um can't do the instruction that he's being given he's trying to do wrong advice in the right way this meets the pitcher with frustration and the reason why this pitcher has frustration is because he's, he's been told that a symptom is an illness he's been told that his pronation is the problem and not how his body set up his arm to pronate that is the problem so now what you have him doing is wiping his nose and thinking that he's curing his cold. 
and the cold just continues to get worse. So the, the issue is not what happens at release point. The release point, obviously, uh, quite honestly, as a pitching coach, um, if we're instructing our 90 mile per hour club model, we don't even bring up release point. Release point should just be a box that checked off and should be a, a symbol of a healthy delivery, not something that we're trying to fix. There is no pitching coach in the world that is fixing something at the release point or at the speed of deceleration or pronation that that is happening in the arm. That is all a byproduct. So it's like a, it's like a house, right? If the foundation's good, um, it's going to be good. The foundation's crooked, the roof's going to be crooked, the chimney's going to be crooked, and you're trying to look at at the top end of the chimney and saying that's crooked you need to straighten out your chimney saying that your pitcher needs to work on pronation is the equivalent of uh, telling a pitcher like you're going in the wrong direction um you should probably probably drive harder or dr drive faster or go you know uh, yogi had the great quote um we're lost but we're making good time you know so that's what we're telling pitchers pronation happens naturally as the byproduct and result of a healthy delivery if your pitching coach is telling you to pronate or to pronate earlier, which I, I don't understand that either, that if you're pronating earlier, what you're going to have is you're going to end up getting more sinker rotation, which if you want to throw a sinker, which is great, or you're going to start spitting the ball out. So if you're missing up and in because your coach is telling you to pronate early, it's because you're cutting to the inside of the ball and it's flying out. Now, here are some things that would cause a pitcher to have pronation problems. It's how the first part of the delivery is taught. Here's a telltale sign. If your son is being told to pronate by his pitching coach, I guarantee he is either coming to the t stopping at the top, he is twisting and turning, he is staying back over the rubber, or he's lifting straight up and down to a balance point. His front foot is closed off of his um, off of his back foot, so he is closed more than the length of his shoe. So if it's 10 and a half inch shoe, it's more than the length of his shoe. And he's throwing somewhat across his body with a locked out front leg. The problem is that we have some models in the big leagues who are throwing with that delivery. And we have taken on that delivery as a model for health and success. No, what you are looking at is not a model for how an average to below average, or even slightly above average amateur high school, college, or youth player should pitch. You're looking at how one pitcher with God-given genetic major league ability is just functioning at a higher level level with subpar movements and even those pitchers that have those subpar movements which I, I've been told that I have to stop naming names so I'm gonna stop naming names but big pitchers that were like in the World Series last year that have done kind of well they have struggled with injuries away from their throwing shoulder or their elbow and they have struggled with performance issues um, do they succeed yeah they, they do right but in the long term, they're not going to match what we think are the mechanical models of, say, a Maddox, a Johnson, a Clemens, or a Martinez, Pedro Martinez, which we think are long-term healthy models that performed at a really high level for a really long time without injury. So I guarantee the pitchers of today are not going to fall into that category. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. No, not the ones that I'm thinking about. So if your pitching coach is telling you to pronate, I guarantee you, look at those signs. Look at the signs I just told you. Is he twisting and turning, balance point, staying back over there, getting collected, showing the number, showing the pocket, and watch where his stride foot is. I guarantee his stride foot is closed, and at release point, his front knee will have come back into a locked out position and almost be like catapulting over the front leg. Now, there's some guys out there teaching that, and that's fine. Um... But it's but it's it's incorrect, and that is the cause of the lack of what they would say the lack of pronation. You fix those things, and you adjust those things, and pronation will happen naturally. 
So this one should uh, should ruffle some feathers, I hope. So if you do have any other questions you want to send them in, go ahead. We'll definitely make them part of the podcast here. In the meantime, go ahead, 567dad.com. You can check out the book there. Thank you all for listening and watching, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.